0: Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. This has been Rogers. I am visiting with All Good City Manager, Mr. Keith Morrison. Keith, how are you doing this morning? I'm
1: good. It's great to be here with you, Ben. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. First time you've been on, long overdue. I appreciate your time. I know you're busy. All Good, golly, All Good has got so much going on. That's why one of the reasons you're here is to talk about everything going on in All Good. Um, just a great uh, partnership with the city of Kootwell and Putnam County and, and all the cities here, and just I want to highlight all. I, 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 y'all just make me happy. It's uh, just
1: a great community, and yeah. you know, everywhere we go, we talk about how great our relationships are with Kootwell and Baxter and Monterey and, of course, Randy Porter and the county officials and you know, it's just a great place to call home. Everybody works so well together here and, you know, you go to other communities and that's not always the case. So, yeah, so it's just great to know that that we have that camaraderie and we talk to each other and we work together and, take on a lot of projects together so it's just a great community
0: yeah thank you for that that's exactly right um and i love highlighting our community folks and our public service uh, leaders and you were one of them and been been doing this for a little bit before we get into all good though i always love talking about backgrounds and who you are and where you're from Uh, i know we talked briefly before you got here i did not know you had had not grown up in, in putnam county so where did you grow up keith
1: so i actually was born in grundy county but i grew up in ray county and uh, I moved here to go to Tech and started working at Big Lots. And I met my wife here at Big Lots and uh, got into management at Big Lots and finished my degree at Tech. And I actually taught in White County for just short of 12 years. I uh, worked down there for a long time and uh, have a lot of students who live here in the Upper Cumberland who who come by and see me or speak to me. Or uh, my wife come home the other day and said, do you remember this person? Well, I've, I'm babysitting their kid at at the church and and they said hey i didn't realize you were mr morrison's wife and so there's a lot of folks that that come around and say oh you know he was my teacher in school and uh and amy knew at the chamber every time i talked to her she's like every time we run into somebody they're like oh i know so and so that had you in school and she's yeah. like i think you've had you know quite a few students here as i have and uh so I stayed here and uh, worked my way into management at big lots, taught at Sparta for for just short of twelve years. And what did you uh, teach at Sparta? Math? And, wow, okay, I uh, did some engineering projects and worked with vocational school a lot, and so we did a lot of interesting stuff and summer programs. Uh, uh, Ken Craig and all the math folks down there were great, and we did a lot of projects and summer programs to to advance math and work with tech on some contracts. And uh, then I got on the BZA where I was living in Allgood, and and the Allgood City Manager's job come open, and I kind of looked at it and thought, well, I've got the math background and the management experience at Big Lots. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put in for this and see. And ten years later, here I am, still here. It uh, Started April eighth of twenty thirteen, and wow, so this this April the eighth will be my ten year anniversary at at Allgood. Ten
0: year, and, I don't, it don't seem like you've been there that long. No,
1: it's uh, it's went by fast. My kids have, have grown up. Quick on me since I've been there. Yeah, you know we've done parades and vents and all kinds of great stuff and and done a lot of things. So,
0: so um, I'm going to ask the obvious question because, uh, but you know you're going from education in mm-hmm. high school. Is that high right. school?
1: Yeah,
0: high school education to city government,
1: <laughs> and that's a to me that's a transition. It is. It's uh, of course I had the strong math background and I had the management experience and the payroll and accounts payable and all that through managing at Big Lots and. uh couple of the guys that I worked with so well you just went from teaching high school age kids to adults you're still teaching and working with the community and doing those things so it's it's kind of the same thing just a different different group that you're working with
0: so. that's a good way to look at it I, I'm curious to know when you saw that opening come up for all good city manager you know you had a your are tenured obviously at mm-hmm. White County what was the convincing factor or factors that said you know what I'd like to have a career change
1: I think the big thing for me was was spending time with family and being around my kids. My kids were in school, other events I couldn't go to because I was working, and I was working three and four jobs. I was doing extended contract at school. I was working uh, contracts with tech. I was working part-time at Big Lots. And so just all that time, I'd come home and, and basically grab something to eat and change clothes and say hello to them and head back out to work. And I was like, ah, you know, it's time for... For some kind of a change to to make this better, and so working at all good has freed me up to where if something was going on at school, I can leave for a few minutes and run over to school and do that, and then go back to work and finish up that evening, and yeah. still have some time that evening to go home
0: and spend with them. That's good. Family's important, right? It, it is right? It's a, a, priority.
1: Just an opportunity too to serve the community because there's you know so many great things that we've done that that all of our teams worked hard on. Uh, to continue to advance all good and make it better for everybody.
0: So I love that, and I, I love the opportunity to to reach out. Uh, it's kind of like your own inter, it's your own interpersonal community development. You served White County and mm. the students there, and the parents too, because right. obviously you're helping the parents for several years, and you have a chance to go to another community. I do and share your gifts uh, and 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 lead and do things. I think that's awesome.
1: Well, I think it's kind of a calling. You know, I think you know God put me where He mm-hmm. wanted me, and I taught for several years and got some good background, and then He's moved me here. And uh, I think that's why I'm still there. Ten years is a long time for, for city manager to be around.
0: So. That Actually, it is. Uh, that's and, and we don't usually talk about bad stuff on this show because I try to keep it good. But politics get involved, right? I do
1: occasionally. Uh, and we've got a good council that's working hard and, and making a difference. And we keep working hard to try to get it better. So
0: Yeah. I'm thankful that you've been here ten years as a Putnam County. And, and I'm thankful for the mayor and, and the council because, like I said, y'all do a great job and all good. and. Um, You're definitely not going backwards. You no, not going no, forward we continue and, to move forward. And maintaining that small-town feel. We do. Uh, which is great. And we're going to get into that. Something you mentioned, and we're going to talk later about, is your contract experience. I want to ask you later how that tied into your city manager role. And you, you're doing contract work at the schools and with tech and some other stuff, because I know that played a factor. We'll get into that. But I made a note. Um, So, of course, family's a big decision. You move over to All Good. What's the first thing when you get there in the first couple of months? You're just – are you over? Did you get overwhelmed with anything, or was it kind of natural to you? No, I
1: think it was kind of a, an easy transition. Um, you know, I worked in and tried to figure out what all was going on, and then moving to to City Hall, and uh, it took a little while to to kind of figure out things and get a routine going, and figure out you know what all we need to focus on. But once we kind of got going, real good. Um, that was a quick budget year. Walked in in April, and, of course, budget's due in June. Mm-hmm. And now I usually start budget in January, yeah. so that was kind of a shock. I oh, okay, you know, we got to get this done. So yeah. yeah, so it was a different atmosphere to, to kind of look at that. But there was a lot of good folks there that helped me and had, had laid some good groundwork, so we had some good things started, and I just kind of picked up with those and run with them.
0: So let's talk about, you said the good folks there that helped you, let's talk about your staff, and and, let, and if you don't care, start with the budget side of it. In the, the fiscal side, the fiscal capacity, uh, I, I don't know the makeup of all good city and how many employees y'all have, so let's start on the fiscal side. How many employees are working with you on the budget and accounting side of things?
1: So On the on the budget and accounting side, we've got the city recorder and the accountant that work in the front office that do the majority of the, the upper-level stuff. Of course, I've got three great ladies in the front office that do all the bill collection and, and keep all the accounts running and and take payments and send paperwork out. And then, of course, we've got department heads. We've got the Public Works that does, uh, they do public works. They do streets, water, sewer, sanitation. They've got a pretty pretty big list of things to do. We've got a police chief with uh, the police department, and we've got a volunteer fire department with a volunteer fire chief. And so all of those folks kind of put together their ideas for budgets. And then, um, of course, we've got several years of Excel data sheets that we use um, to give them the historical data of, of what's happened and what's been expensed. And so they can look back through those and use those for projections and, and try to do a, a better job of of looking at what the needs are. And so one of the things that, that I found out when I started there was kind of our long Long-range planning wasn't great. Our equipment was being used until it was pretty much beyond its expiration, and so that was kind of a start-up. startup to get a fleet management program going and, and look at equipment replacement plans. And uh, one of the big things I think I found when we first started there was our sale of surplus equipment. This wasn't wasn't where it needed to be, and so as uh, I started traveling to Tennessee Municipal League and conferences, to started finding. Other people to talk to and share and and get professional opinions and ideas from and run across the program with gov deals and so I started selling with them and -hmm. immediately, you know we saw about a three hundred and fifty percent increase in return on surplus sales.
0: Yeah, gov deals is a great outlet, right? It is because you use um, them, you're going to go. Everything's going to be done according to the law, right? Uh, There's no way to hide anything, and everything's transparent. So and yeah, they're going to get the the biggest bang for the buck. They've
1: got a huge marketing, of course. I do that on some specialized equipment or ones and twosies. If I've got a pretty good group of things, I'll try to go with a local, you know, online agent that can sell online and still meet the requirements. Uh, but using gov deals when I've just got one item here or there is just a great a great resource. And
0: so you mentioned um, long term planning and, and long term uh, outlooks on especially capital projects, right, and assets. So I I did a, a just Tuesday night. I did an hour and a half, two hour session in DeKalb County for their commission. There's some several new commissioners there and they wanted me to come down and talk to them about budgeting. And one of the things I discussed, big topics was long term planning on capital assets. And I know them pretty well and but I, I went ahead and asked them, do y'all have a capital improvement plan or mm-hmm. a capital asset schedule? And and they don't, you know, and, and by law they're not required to have one and, and something maybe the legislature wanna consider one day for counties to think about long-term planning but I I went through how that looks and you said it you're looking at your current assets what's the what's the value of them now what can you get for them if you want to sell them and replace them and then what's what's it going to cost to replace them and so that's things you got to think about in government uh, to maximize your taxpayer dollar
1: and you got to be you got to be prudent using taxpayer funds you need to be getting the most you can for them and the taxpayers should should be seeing their investment of tax dollars working for them and, and not being broke down on the side of the road or not available when they need it, you know.
0: I'm guessing part of that mentality you have comes from education too because you probably, as a classroom teacher, you want to see those uh, parents reaping the benefits. You on and, and,
1: uh, and you plan ahead for, you know, where you want to be and what you want to do. And um, the other side of it was a lot of the contract work I did with Tech was through the engineering program. So you looked at a lot of different things with that and that kind of, kind of rolled into the mindset of dealing with the public works and, you know, how does this work and how can we make it work better and, you know, what things can we do to improve the process. And so
0: that's good. So before we take a break, I want to ask you, what is the most common phone call you get uh, from citizens in all good?
1: Gosh, the the, public works. It probably is. Roads and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Roads and sidewalks and Mm -hmm. driveways and garbage and things of that nature is probably the biggest yeah that we get
0: so it's a lot of my city uh, folks that come on say the same thing a lot of county folks uh you know county mayors will say well it's uh you know they want new business or want more jobs from my perspective the county commissioner it's usually i my roads got need patched mm-hmm. or i need the limb cut or you know we need the ditch uh, dug out some so the water won't back up on the road so i Same. It is Basically, for me and you, it's the same. Good information, folks, so far. I have Keith Morrison, the all-good city manager. Uh, He's in studio with me this morning here on Local Matters. We'll be back just in a moment after this break.
1: What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses?
0: When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life.
1: But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store?
0: In most cases, the profits go far away. Out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardy's.
1: Shop local at Office Mart.
0: Welcome back to Local Matters. This is Ben Rogers. I'm in studio with All Good City Manager, Keith Morrison. Um Again, Keith, thanks for being here. Great conversation so far. And and a couple things you've said that's triggered some questions. Uh You talked about your contract experience when you were at Watt County and then also working with the engineering department at Tech. I, that plays a big factor in your role as uh, All Good City Manager, and I'm sure you talk, spoke about that experience when you applied. We talked about long-term pa- planning, that contract experience is playing in and it allows you to think about
1: four, or five, ten years down the road. It is. And so, you know, one of the contract jobs I had with Tech was to take engineering principles back to the classroom and apply them to things and, and give students, you know, a task and, and some materials, your list of materials, see what you can do with this. And so it, it works out, you know, that's taught me a lot about, you know, the projects we do in public works. Here's what we've got. And here's what we need to accomplish. Now let's kind of, plan and throw some ideas back together and see how this is going to work. And, you know, we go out and pull some data sometimes and, okay, here's what we got and here's how we need to get here. How do we get to this point? So we go through a process of of designing different things, whether it be a, a drainage ditch or, you know, how do we get this sidewalk where we need it or, you know, how do we achieve this, you know, facility needs. Um it's it's and looking through the plans and how do we how do we run this process? So how does this process become more efficient? Uh, I think you know some of the processes that we've changed is we've got online tax payment. We take credit card payments in utility office that didn't used to happen before I came there. It was either cash or check. Um, the availability to pay bills online is a big thing now, and a lot of folks like that. So we've added that service to our utilities and our taxes and. All of those things that we've done to to make it more efficient and and more effective for the citizens, so that they get the most out of the service that we offer them. Yeah, and that's why we're here, right? It is, it is, and to and to use the, the most effective way to do it, you know, to to make the tax dollars go as far as they can.
0: We're here as public servants to provide a service and and try not to compromise your pocketbook. And there are times that revenue needs to be added, and you got to find a way to do that. And it and, is. and so, but we're trying to be as efficient as possible. The city and the county actually are currently working on, and it's almost done, working on a project together through mm-hmm. ARP funds. We are.
1: What is that project, Keith? The Green Mountain project is in process, um, so all the water line is in the ground. Everything's in there out right now putting a booster pump station in to, to get the water pressure up as it tops the hill in Spring Creek. Uh, once it hits the bottom at Green Mountain, it's got plenty of pressure. It's just got to get enough to get it over the top of the hill. So that booster station will accomplish that. That's going to add probably 15 to 18 folks that don't have access to, to drinking water, clean mm-hmm. drinking water, drinking out of wells that occasionally have sulfur issues and different things. Um, it's also going to provide better pressure to the folks going up the hill. So there's probably 25 or 30 going up the hill that are going to see improvements in the in the amount of water pressure they've got, uh, especially at the top of the hill. I know there's one little lady there that's got a, a booster pump in her house to get water in, and, and she's tickled to death to see this coming. Yeah. She just, she hugged my neck, and she said, this is great, you know. She said, I love this. And, so, and that's what makes it worth it, it right? It is, it is. I had, a, I had a little lady the other day that hugged me. She says, you don't look like you do in the paper. She said, I almost didn't recognize you. And, uh, what do you do different? I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's uh, and. Yeah, I think that's what makes all good kind of special. We can go out, and you know, a lot of times I'll go out and meet with the folks kind of on their front porch and say, "Okay, you know, what's going on? Here's here's what I can and can't do, and and let's look at it together." And I think that availability, you know, is, is something you don't get as, as cities get bigger. I think it's harder to get to talk to me. I think they're surprised. You know, I, I had one that was surprised the other day. Said, "Well." was out walking a sewer project we're working on and he said well who are you and i said well, i'm the city manager and he said oh wow the city manager's here this this is uh this is great and so you know it it's uh, i think it's important to them that they know their problem matters and that, that we take it serious enough that to come to them and, and address the problem
0: those relationships that you build with people, citizens, and all good, and all across this county, go miles. They do. Right? I mean, they they remember your efforts. They remember your sincerity. They remember the empathy you have. They I do. mentioned this last week. Empathy is huge with people. You, you you know, try to have as much empathy as possible when we're working with someone. And they see that, and they they then that builds that trust it does. that you're doing, and your city of all goods doing the right thing, and they don't they don't worry uh, what their tax dollars are going to, they know it's going to something good, and they're putting in a great effort, and that's what it's about
1: I think so, and when you build that relationship with them, they know that you're going to take the extra effort to make sure that you're that you're doing what you need to do, that you're not trying to to hide anything that everything, and they have that trust with you that when you tell them something that that's that's really the way it is and since I've been in all good, we haven't had any council that's raised the city tax. The The property taxes went down for 10 years. Yeah. it's It stayed level or went down every year. And so, so I'm going to ask you, how do you maintain that? We're just fiscally just staying smart with the f- funding and doing everything we can to return as much money to the general funds as we can so that we're not uh, having to take money out of the property tax or increase it. uh the mayor was laughing the other day. She said, I believe you could sell anything. She <laughs> says, uh, if, if I know if it's going to be for sale or you're going to go buy it, you're going to get the most money on the sale and the cheapest price on the buy. And, uh, and that's we, okay. Yeah, and that's and that's what it takes. You know, we try to be as efficient and effective as possible and search for the best sale price to, to buy it and get the most money on it when we return it. So,
0: Well, all goods retail uh, sales are, are, are a, outstanding, right? They are. From the it's, size uh, of the city.
1: The sales tax that we turn in is, is the majority of our, probably about 70% of our revenue comes from sales tax.
0: Yeah. So, and that's, and of course, a, he, <laughs> Overton County folks fuss all the time, you know, because you got Rickman coming down all good. Well, I mean, that, that it's convenient for them. It is. Uh, a
1: lot of them do it on their way home. They work in couple yeah, already, yeah. so they swing in there. Um, one of the big focuses for us has been trying to get the downtown business district back up and running. Uh, we've got Roots Coffee down there now. Manny's Wood Fired Pizza, um, the Med Spa that's down there. It's going to build a bigger building down across from the diner and, and add some available retail space to rent. So there's a lot of great stuff happening that's that's starting to pull back down into the downtown. The council just recently approved an architecture agreement to look at adding a uh, pickleball court oh, and, right. uh, and remodeling the tennis courts mm-hmm. and. And there's a lot of folks that come into town and use our tennis courts and, and our parks and, and they just love to come over there. And so there's always people out playing on the fields or practicing or hitting the ball or doing something.
0: Have you tried pickleball yet?
1: I have not. It's the it's the wave. So listen,
0: I, I'm I'm forty two years old. I don't think I'm an old person. I love it. I, I love playing dude. it. Uh, tennis is probably going to be more taxing for me now at 42. I used to play a little bit of tennis and, uh, some buddies introduced me back right, actually right before COVID started. Uh, introduced me to some pickleball and then when COVID hit and, and you're working from home and daylights getting longer in the summers, you, your buddies want to go play pickleball. We go out to the Baxter Tennis Courts and play pickleball and we loved it. Haven't been able to play in a few months, but I uh, want to get back to it. So I, I may be up there utilizing some all good there, pickleball courts.
1: Somebody has went out and taped off the lines yeah. for the size of the pickleball court yep. and they use the tennis courts to do it. So
0: They are passionate about the pickleball. <laughs> they,
1: it's an it's up and going sport. So we're, we're looking at that as an alternative. Of course, we finished the new Park last year that's uh, got the walking track around. I think it's three trips around is a mile. Okay, and it's eight foot wide concrete. And we're putting some benches in. The park director's working on benches. We've added some greenery. where we have planted it around the entrances, and uh, the folks are just going over there and using it all the time. So we're continually looking ways to continue to improve it, and keep advancing it and and just keep making the the lives for the citizens better yeah uh, sidewalk in, improvements you know we've we've added a lot of sidewalks since i've been there and we were looking at straight street paving that i had done since i started in 2013 and trying to put together a list of what the next projects for streets were so that we keep them on a cycle and it's the list is getting longer that we've accomplished, and that I think that's a good thing. I think it's positive.
0: positive. That means you're going to have less to do over time because uh, you're maintaining them. Great information on projects. We're going to talk about a few more when we come back after this break. We also got some events that Keith's going to uh, talk about that's uh, coming up so people can make, uh, know put that on their calendar and attend. This has been Rogers on Local Matters with all-good city manager Keith Morrison. We'll be back in just a moment after this break. Local Matters is back with you, and I'm with Keith Morrison, All Good City Manager. Um, Great information so far from the City of All Good. Keith, just again, thank you for being here, doing a great job there. And so we talked about some you talking about sidewalks as we closed out and and how you all have expanded sidewalks since you've been there the last 10 years. Uh, What other
1: projects you all have going on in All Good? Yeah, thanks for having us today, Ben. Um we've got, of course, we've got the Green Mountain Project that we talked about with the county. It's a partnership there. Uh, we're working on a, the Brotherton Buck Mountain water tank project that's still in the engineering. Um, so we're working on that to expand services to the mountain. We've got uh, a sewer project that's going for Old Walton, um, Old Walton Road, Old Walton Circle, and those subdivisions over there. So it's underway right now, and it'll expand the pump station behind Brookside uh, for better service there. Uh, We've got the Big Mac Drive extension. It's going to break ground on or before April 1st, which will tie Big Mac Drive into the Walmart parking lot, which we're hoping will answer a lot of problems up there because if you go into McDonald's or Zagsby's, sometimes it's hard to get out, so this will allow you to come back around to the red light at Walmart to to come back into town or run straight from Walmart out there without having to get on Main Street. So we think that's going to alleviate some of the issues, a lot of traffic at that intersection It was either the second, first, or second most traveled intersection in Putnam County for a while. Really? Yeah. So,
0: how, how Keith? Let me know. How does that work? Y'all see a need between two retails, two private businesses.
1: You see a need. How did that process start? Well, and it, it started when Walmart came in, and Walmart wanted to get that second entrance to begin with, but they never could work out with the property owner a deal. Uh, So a few years ago, the property owner come back to me and said, hey, this was something that we we tried to work out years ago and we couldn't do it. Would you still be interested? Uh, He said, I think my interest has changed. And I said, yeah, I'd be interested. And I said, I don't, we need to work out the the details of that. And so, you know, he come out and he said, well, I'll dedicate the right of way if if the city would extend water and sewer a little bit further into the property. And so that sounds like a fair trade. You know, it's a benefit to me on both sides. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we, we made that and worked it out, and and now it's it's going to fix and start construction. So we're excited to see that happen. It's uh, took about a year to get the easement with Walmart, kind of ironed out and make sure everybody was happy on both sides, going back and forth, and uh, and we're going to move on with that.
0: So uh, and I and I love. Talking about how things come together, because uh, again, relationships, right? And mm-hmm. You're working yeah, yeah. with somebody, and there's a need there, and and both parties you negotiated it out, and um, you know, and, and it may probably don't go as easy as it should if you don't already have that trust and rapport with them, and that's a big deal for for getting things done for people and and, and anything really, but especially in public service. So, um, any, any other projects we miss? Is that about rapid? I will say this on the Green Mountain. I, I meant to say this last segment when you brought it up. I'm so thankful for your vision, all good city's vision, the mayor porter's vision, and the willingness of the county commission to see the vision and mm-hmm. understand what we're trying to do there. Uh, I think you said it's going to affect 30, 40 people, you know, right now, and then it's going to affect anybody else that, that moves in and, and builds houses. And some people may, may say, well, that's, you know, 40 people is not a lot. Well, that, to them, if you're one of those 40, it is a lot.
1: Well, it restricts the the property because there's a lot of those plots that are unusable yeah. without that availability. So I think now that, that that's there, I think you'll see that area build up a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and that and that money is ARP money. It is. Uh, coming from through TDEC at the state. So, you know, we're not burdening the taxpayer and we're helping the taxpayer.
1: We uh, are. And, and, of course, the biggest thing we're going to have to worry about is the depreciations. So that's one thing we have to look at long term. Yep. I think if you're managing the system correctly and you don't overburden it, you can continue to operate it. And, and we've been efficient and made changes to, to make sure that we're not losing money on pro things that we're doing so that we're ahead of the game and, and ready for the future and, and providing the best service that we can provide. Yep. Um, anything
0: else on projects? That's it? Is that no, I think that's it. I think that's I it, think that's I,
1: it I too. we got projects.
0: So you've got advanced coming up. Um and we've got something else we want to talk about at the end. But y'all got th- all good is active. Y'all have a lot going on. Uh, it's a great place to go visit for the day. Like you said, we have some a coffee shop. we got a new pizza place. you got other places to go. There's a couple of events coming up, though, that people may be interested in.
1: There are. So we've got uh, the Upper Cumberland Quilt Festival. This is the annual event. Uh, it used to happen in the fall, and they moved it to spring had hold off a year or two with COVID and had to make some transitions. And so when they moved it to the spring last year, a lot of the folks really liked that. Like, you know, it's been all winter, we're ready to get out, we're ready to go visit, and coming and looking at quilts and visiting all good is is a great thing to happen in the spring. So we had talked to the board and, and talked to, uh, of course, the parks director does an Easter event where we'll have an Easter egg hunt and uh, activities, pictures of the Easter bunny. And he's like, you know, if we put these two together – It gives a little more for people to do besides just the quilt festival. Mm -hmm. You know, the rest of the family can come with them while part of them are doing the quilt festival, part of them can do the Easter event. The White Plains Historic Home will be open, so that'll be March 31st and April 1st, and there'll be quilts all over town. There's displays. The Senior Center will be set up as a country store. The White Plains Historic Home will be open on um, Saturday we'll have uh living history events going on at the White Plains House pioneer cooking we'll have our Easter event going on with pictures of the Easter bunny and and several age groups of Availability to hunt Easter eggs, so it's just going to be a big weekend and all good.
0: So glad you mentioned the seniors, citizens, uh, the center there. A, a nice lady called me and asked me if I would love to make a contribution, and she says, "Hey, you're in the raffle now, and I'll let you know if you want to quilt. Oh, yeah. I said, "Perfect." I plan on trying to be
1: there. Um, it's, uh, we have a big dinner, uh, an auction, and uh, it's just a great event. Yeah. It, it all you know. The proceeds go to the seniors to help them to continue to provide services and do things. And they have meal programs and activity coordination and they do little trips and things. So it's just been a a huge thing. And, you know, Mayor Fowler and the council a couple of years ago uh, pitched in to buy them a van so they'd have some dependable transportation and they'll, they'll go on shopping trips and, and different events and learning events and different things that to provide those seniors, the interaction and the activities and, and give them an outlet just to go visit with people. You know, and it's such a great uh, a great program and a great opportunity there.
0: Now, COVID slowed down the senior citizen centers across Putnam County, but they're they back in full they're full force, right? Full force.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, of course, uh, the parks director just finished a, a library expansion. It's at our senior center, too, the Allgood Branch Library. Uh, we emptied out a, a storage room and remodeled it, and, and the library through Putnam County Library has turned that into their computer room. So we're continuing to look for ways to to be able with partnerships through the Augsburg Library, Putnam County, City of Cool, to to provide more opportunities for the citizens. Yeah,
0: I think that's what you have to do. Um, you got a got a new business coming, right?
1: We do. We've got uh, a new business that's going to start as distribution transfer flow as a family-owned company out of California. Um, Lisa Johnson and her husband are now the owner operators of that facility. And they are deciding to expand to All Good. And so they have um, leased the old Wood Tech building that's out on Wall Street uh, before you start up Brotherton Mountain. And uh, they've been to town a couple times and visited us with us. And just great folks. Um, we're very excited to have them here and, and have the opportunity for the job. And, and I think they're going to look at manufacturing soon. So they're planning on being open by April and running all their East Coast distributions out of Allgood, Tennessee and uh, her interactions with us have been phenomenal. She she called and wanted to meet with us when she first came to town, and they were in a few weeks ago and come by City Hall with a concern, and within 30 minutes we were up there, and I was on scene and had equipment on scene, and we were trying to take care of it, and she was just completely impressed. She said, this is just great. She said, we're in a, in a small community in, in California that will always answer our call, but it may take a little while sometimes, to get something done, but she said you're here within yeah. within an hour. She said I just didn't even make it out of the coffee shop before you called, <laughs> and she said we love the coffee shop. And she said this is just such a a great community, and she said everybody is so friendly and gets along so well. And she said y'all work so great together with all your other neighbors. And she said we can see that. And she said we well, think this is going to be a a great place for us to call home. So their so their business in
0: California family, what made them come to All Good?
1: They were looking, and I don't know how they found us, but they were looking in the area because they needed somewhere on the East Coast to speed up their their distribution, their, their deliveries, because shipping from California was delayed. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have the warehouse here doing distribution for the East Coast to speed up delivery. So okay. instead of having to wait a week, 10, 14 days, they can get it delivered three to five so 11, yeah,
0: obviously location was first, but when they got here, they just fell in love.
1: Oh, they just love the community, and, and I think you know a lot of it had to do with with kind of us being a central hub with 111 and 40 and Knoxville, Nashville, and Chattanooga all close, and then from there, you know, just uh, the East Coast being relatively easy to get to. So I don't know how they found us, but they they love the community, and they have have been more than pleased with everything they've seen from us. How many jobs is there? They talking about? Having, they talk like it would be up to a hundred once they got up and running. They're going to bring some employees from California and hire some from here, and then I think once the manufacturing gets going, is when you'll really see the change. Yeah, we've had several
0: uh folks move in from California. I've got my neighbor, and I, I live on a country road with about five houses in a you know two half three mile span, and. And uh, some of our neighbors that moved in last year from California, they love it. I, oh, see yeah. them, I see them probably every other week, and we'll be walking the dogs or they'll be out walking, and they just, it's just home now for them. And, they, and they're, you know, they come from a, uh, a subdivision in California with houses stacked on top of each other. And now they have this, you know, 40 acres of land that's got holler all around them and some hay fields and stuff like that. And they're just, they love it.
1: So uh, we're, we're just a good spot, Keith. I don't well, know. I think it's that sense of community. I think yeah. it goes back to how everybody gets along and works together and, I don't think you find that everywhere you go. I think it's that welcoming, just, you know, if you need, if you got a question, you know, all of us will sit down together in the same room and try to help you answer it.
0: Yeah, and that's been that way, uh, at least for the 10 years you've been in. I've been a commissioner. I'm uh, going on nine now, and so I feel like it's been that way that whole time, and I think hopefully it's going to continue to be. I think uh, so. Yeah. Keith, thanks for coming in. I
1: appreciate uh, it. It's good to be here.
0: Yeah. Great information. I uh, love what you do. love the work you do at All Good. I love what everybody in All Good's doing because it's, um, like you said, the community, the passion, the the relationships that's been built. It's just it's, it's that way throughout Putnam County, and I'm so proud to be from here. So thanks for coming in. We'll appreciate have you it. back. God, I want to have you back in a few months. Get an update. You know? That would be great. I need to have All Good on often, so I'm glad you're here. Folks, hope you enjoyed this. Hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the weekend, and, and um, remember Remember, it's always easier to smile than it is to frown. Make somebody's day. Uh, don't be mean to people. Be mm-hmm. kind. I want to thank my producer uh, this time, is Will. Uh, Miss Will, good guy. Miss Jake. Uh, he'll be back, but uh, appreciate all their help. And uh, Keith, thanks for being here. Thanks. We'll, since we'll,
1: Mayor says it's all good and all good. There you
0: go. I'm glad you closed <laughs> with that. Folks, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.